Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org This daf is brought to you by Daily Daf Differently. More daf, more differently. My name is Ezra Balser, and today we're going to be learning daf Lamud Gimel in Yevamot. We're going to start at the top of Lamud Gimel Amud Aleph. We are continuing our uh, the sugya we started yesterday. Um... Uh, just to recap a little bit, Rabbi Yossi made a statement um, about uh, inclusive uh, about inclusive sentencing and and extensive sentencing, um, and it was a little unclear. And to that end, um, there is a scene that plays out in which Bar Kapara and Rabbi Chia both heard the teaching from Rabbi about Rabbi Yossi's opinion. Um, differently, that Rabbi Chia holds that um, in the case of a person who transgressed two things, um, in the case of uh, uh, an inclusive, uh, there's two two prohibitions, one of which is more inclusive, that you are liable for both, and Barkapara um, only thinks you are liable for one. Went through a number of examples. Uh, three examples were the uh, non kohen that does temple service on Shabbat, the uh, kohen with a mum, uh, kohen with a who is not tamim, who is some kind of um, affliction, um, who does temple service, and um, oh, the, the non kohen that eats the um, the malika bird. Um, we'll get a little bit more into what that is today, um, but we said what are we? We said we continue, um, and what are we really talking about? Um, so we're going to continue with this a little bit, um, just to go through a little, play through a little bit more of the arguments. Um, then on the second uh, half, the second uh, page on Lama Gimel, a little bit, we'll wrap up and try to to pull back a little bit, big picture, on what we've really been talking about through all of this nitty gritty work that we've been doing the last couple of days. So we'll start at the top of Lama Gimel Amad Aleph. Bit my kami palge. What are we? What are we arguing about? Be sur kolel veli This idea of inclusive um, prohibitions, according to, in the opinion of Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Chia sevar Rabbi Yosi be sur kolel mechayev tarte bar kapara sevar lo mechayev elachada. Rabbi Chia holds that Rabbi Yosi, with regards to inclusive. Um, Inclusive prohibitions. If you transgress them, you are obligated on two of them. And Barkapara holds: if you if you do that, you're only obligated for one of them. Umai iser kolel ika hacha. In what way? They're asking about all the previous examples that we just looked. In what ways are these actually um, more? Is there a more inclusive pro, um, prohibition involved here? Um, 
slightly different from what we asked yesterday. We sort of looked at the fact that there were two of them, and now we're going to ask, well, in what way is it more inclusive? Um, <clears throat> so we'll pick up again where the, the four, end of the fourth line from the top. Bishlama Zar. Bishlama Zar. This, this works well with the non-Kohen. Our first example, the non-Kohen does temple service on Shabbat. Me'ikra Shari from the beginning, they're allowed to do sort of regular work, um, like regular malacha, but they are forbidden to do avodah. Atyala Shabbat, we go to Kamitar Malacha, Metar Nami Mavodah. Shabbat comes in, and since at that moment they become forbidden for doing malacha on Shabbat, they, become, they also become forbidden for doing avodah. The next example, Balmum, Meikra Shari Bachilav Asur The This also seems to work well with the Balmum case, since from the beginning they are permitted in eating in general, but Asur Bavada, but they, are, they can't do uh, can't do temple service, a Kohen who has a Mum, who has an affliction. Eat me let me go. Hold on one second, lost my spot. Right, right, okay, sorry. Eat mele migo de ka metzar bachila, metzar nami avda. Right, when, sorry. When they become tame, they're come tame because of the moon, they're not able to fit, they're not fit to serve. Um, they are since since they are now forbidden from eating, uh, you know, um, temple korbanic food. They are also forbidden uh, from temple service. Ella Malika, they go to the third um, option, and uh, they're setting up. They're setting up a formula where this is this is not going to work for the third option. Malika, Bavada Chadi. Malika actually, with regards to the bird, uh, the type of korban where you break it, uh, you break its neck, I believe, in a certain way. Um, it's a, it's not that it's two separate things happening, and the one thing is more inclusive, um, and they're happening at different times. They're actually happening; both things are happening at the same time. Mishkacha la beisur, beisur kolel, lo mishkacha la. Right, so, um, right, this pro- this prohibition is, right, sorry, Bavadachad he desurla, Bavadachi de Mishkachala, Bisurkola, La Mishkachala, right. This happens at, we find this happens at one time, it's not an inclusive. Um, an inclusive prohibition, like our previous two cases, so it doesn't it doesn't work for that being a, um, the way to categorize them according to Rabbi Yossi because they don't all fit in the same category. So that can't be what the disagreement's really about. Ela kami palge, but isur So rather, we're actually arguing about prohibitions that take place at the same time, like our last example with Malika. Now we're going to try to make that work with the previous two examples.
So now we are, uh, right, we are now picking up from there. So, um, for, right, uh, so right, so, so now we're going to try to make the Rabiosi's opinion fit, um, with this idea that they happen at the same time. Right, same idea that if we're going to this new idea that we're talking about uh, things that happen, transgressions that happen at the same time, um, or or prohibitions that happen at the same time that somebody transgresses on, um, again, Rabbi holds that if you transgress, you're liable for um, two and Bar Kapara for one. So what are, what are the cases that we're talking about that have simultaneous prohibitions? And we know that we're going to get the two, the two previous examples that didn't go according to this opinion, and we're going to have to explain them in a way that now makes sense according to this way of thinking. So Zar Shishimesh Shabbat. So now we go back to the non Kohen who does the service, uh, the, the temple service on Shabbat. Kigon Arut Shabbat. Zarut Shabbat Hadare. And this is a case where um, it was a minor, and they they two pubic hairs actually grew on the Shabbat where they did the service. So at that point they became an adult and liable for um, these things at the same time. So they have Zarut and Shabbat at the, it happens at the same time. Balmum, Nami Kigon, Balmum, the Kohen who has a some kind of disfigurement. Um, that's also in a similar case. Where the where it was a minor who then became an adult by way of the fact that they grew two pubic hairs on Shabbat. Each and becomes tamei. Dahavila balmum v'tuma hadare that they become a balmum. Once you become an adult, then you can come into this new category, and um, and then they become tamei, and that happens at the same moment. Inami, or alternatively, shechatachet probasakin tmea, or that the person. It's just an adult who, a, co- a regular Kohen, who actually cuts their finger on a knife that is Tmea. Um, that's how you, that's, so then they both happen at the same time. This is how we make this Shita work of the simultaneous prohibitions. Um, we're not going to read through the rest of the Sugya um, today, um, but they keep going and challenging whether or not what we're really talking about, trying to get to the exact scenarios um, both according to Rabbi Chia and Bar Kapara about how they understand Rebbe's teaching regarding Rebbe Yossi's um, position. Um, but I want to get to what I think might be the bigger picture here. Um, since we're, uh, we're running out of time, we're, at the, we're on Lama Gimel Amud Bet. I believe we're like 22 lines up, I think, from the bottom. But if you can see in the middle of the page, the big matnitin, the big where the Mishnah starts, um, it's two lines up from that. Uh, the second to last word is lamai nafkamina. So what do we what do we really get out of this? What's the nafkamina? Lekovro ben Rishaim Remember we saw this back um, yesterday 
when they asked the same question, my nafkamina, what, what, what are we going to take out of this? We're trying to figure out whether or not after this person is executed, should they be buried between completely wicked people or only around people that have done wicked things? Um, and I think that is a really important question to the rabbis in the sugya. You can see the, the literary framing of it, having that question on both sides. Um, and I think it's a question that resonates a lot with me. I think a lot of people um, trying to understand the difference between people that are completely wicked and people that have done wicked things. Um, often we talk about, you know, like working with kids, you know, or working with people that, again, we don't, we try not to label people as completely wicked, but only they, their acts, they've done wicked acts um, or bad acts. Um on the other hand, like we know there are scenarios in the world and in history where we like, often like to think of there, there are some people that are completely evil. And it's not the same thing. It wasn't just somebody who did a few horrible things. It's they did a lot of terrible things or it reflected the fact that they were completely evil. Um, and drawing a distinction between these two is really important. The difference between somebody who um, is completely evil and somebody who has only done, who has done bad things is a huge difference. And we, to mislabel one or the other creates huge societal and maybe historical problems, whether or not certain figures should be labeled as wicked or whether or not we should try to see them differently in in light of their whole life. And maybe there was only a number of things that they did that were wicked. Um, And the rabbis are trying to understand the differences in these two types of people. Um, I think in general, Going either way, making it making a mistake either way can seem problematic um, when thinking about these things. So that's why I think they're trying really hard to come up with the line of, you know, who's where, how many violations are they, are they um, transgressing, and what and what's the difference is because we need to know how to label people. We don't want to label people that aren't completely wicked wicked. And people that are completely wicked, we don't want to say that they weren't. And I think that's what the rabbis are getting at. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.